Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, entertainment reporter, and the host of this podcast, Rave It Up, celebrity news, reviews, and interviews. If this is the first time you're listening, go check out our show's trailer on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to learn more about us. And make sure to follow us on social media to tell us what else you would like to hear from this podcast. We are under Rave It Up TV on Instagram, Rave It Up Show on Facebook, and our website is raveituptv.com. Now today, we have a chat to Jodie and Anastasia from the Business Rise Women and the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, which I was just on on the 16th of September. They are such incredible women, amazing role models, and we talk to them about their own confidence journeys, the challenges they faced when they first started their business, they give us tips on how to increase our own confidence, and then we finish up by playing our legendary two-minute hot seat game and they verse each other it's really really funny and so much fun there's so much for us to take away from this interview so let's get into it now before we get into today's interview we would like to give a shout out to our patreons irene bev and michael if you haven't heard of patreon before it is a great way to support us and keep us running and improving you pick a membership tier that suits you and your budget per month And in return for supporting us, we'll give you behind the scenes content and free stuff. You don't have to give much either. You can be a part of our Patreons for as little as $4 a month. Just visit patreon.com forward slash rave it up. You can even donate through PayPal if you don't trust other sites. You can do so just through our email, raveituptv at gmail.com. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us. We appreciate anything you can do to support us. Now, let's get into this interview. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Raise it all. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Irish. Hi, this is Arthur Buttrose. It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. We're raving it up. Rave it I'm up. having fun. Hashtag Lauren, Rave It Up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. <laughs> We're raving it up. Jodie and Anastasia, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to finally have you on the show. How are you both going today? Good. Good, thank you. Welcome. It's thank great you. to be here. I know. I've been on your podcast, as some people yes. probably already know. So it's great to finally have you on mine as well and hear about your career. You've heard about mine, so it's it's about time, right? So for our <laughs> audience, if you want to check out Jodie and Anastasia's podcast, Secrets of Confident Women, amazing, credible, love it, love it, love it. I really want to talk about, obviously, your business, Rise Women, which has been around for seven to eight years. I do want to talk about that a little later on because I do want to talk about this podcast since it's so exciting. It's such a great idea for a podcast, i got to say, especially for us women. You know, we might have days where we feel like really, really confident and then there's other days where we don't really feel confident. So it's great to kind of get those tips from all these other women around the world. But where did the idea for the podcast come about for you ladies? Because it just seemed like you already had enough work with the business. Why add on another thing? (laughs) Well, you know what? It's the classic COVID (laughs) answer. Because last year we were about to, oh, my God, and I'm so glad this didn't happen, but we were about to do start YouTube videos and do all this video, like, which was weighing on us a little bit just because, you know, we 
we have kids and we operate different hours and we, you know, like videos. and I yeah, and Anastasia doesn't like videos and, you know, we just done, we just videoed our whole um, online course. Yeah. Anyway, so we thought we're going into video. And then COVID came and Anastasia and I couldn't see each other for quite a long time. Yeah. So we were still trying to, so the video thing was completely out the window and we were still trying to keep things going. Yeah, and I don't, I'm not sure if we'd, yeah, I'm not sure if we'd had an idea for the podcast, you know, we've got on our whiteboard, which you can't, you can't see up here, but there's like, it's like full of bits of paper of ideas and things that we, that we have that are up there at a, for a certain time. So anyway, so we, we thought about doing a podcast and look, the, I guess the idea came, well, we wanted to share, we wanted to be able to share more of our stuff and reach further afield and, and mm. share more of our techniques and things like that. But we also wanted to, we also want to, cause it's, we don't have all the answers and we wanted to include other women to share their ideas about how they keep their confidence up. Because as you say, confidence isn't, you know, it's not, and we say it all the time, it's not like you get it and then you've got it for good. It's yeah. a constant, it's the constant challenge of managing the ups and downs of confidence. And at different times of our lives, which, you know, we, you know, we find through, people we coach and people who come, you know, come our way to get coaching. Generally, there's been sort of some sort of life event, whether it's I've had kids and I need to get back into the workforce and I feel like I'm out of touch or I'm trying to take my career to the next level and I just can't seem to get the confidence to go over that thing. Or I've gone through divorce and everything's sort of changed and my life's changed and I've had a real block. Like there's different parts that are different or, or just I'm getting older and I don't know what I'm doing with my life, like all different parts of all different times of our life. We need that confidence hit. So we wanted to start interviewing other women who have been in all different situations because Anna and I, uh, no, Anastasia and I haven't been in every situation so, but other people have such a story to share and how they dealt with certain things in their life, whether it be career or divorce or, um, you know, health challenges or all sorts of different things. And also interview people who had expertise in certain areas, whether it be networking or presenting or um legal stuff or you know all these different experts that we also find to come in and share with us their their ideas and their techniques that they use or that they have researched um, in their ex field of expertise so we started it and then we just love it so much actually Anastasia said to me yesterday because I've just been recording a few different international ones this week and then I record them and I edit them and then I put them on a on a program that Anastasia can then listen to them and do all the writing about, you know. And she's like, oh my God, I miss it so much because she's I never not thought I'd love it so much. Yeah. I don't like videos. I don't I, I I'm the behind the scenes. I'm usually behind the camera. I don't do our presentations. But podcasting is something else. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, you'd understand, Lauren. It's just when you can have that conversation with someone and get some really, really great nuggets of gold and then you can share it with people, so yeah. much fun. 
I love it. I love all the platforms that are available now that you can share yeah. it out so easily. And then it's yeah. entirely up to you with how much you want to edit and add yeah, things yeah, exactly. in. And-, and we've just had, look, we've just had such a great response from it, I think. So, you know, apart from, you know, everything else with social media and you've got to have a website and you've got to have this, this is a real, it's really accessible for people. They don't have to sit and read blogs or read articles or whatever. They can sit on the train to work. They can be doing their housework. They can be driving somewhere and listen to these things. And through, you know, which is why podcasting, I guess, is such a such a thing at the moment. Everyone's Absolutely. into it, which I am as well. I love I loved listening to podcasts on my morning walk with the puppy dogs or what have you. But it's... Even um, I was work mentoring a lady about a couple of days ago and I could sort of say to her exactly what the challenges she was finding. I said to her, right, so go and listen to episode 32 because this lady was, you know, and she'll help you with it. And it was really actionable takeaway that this lady could then go and listen to an expert in an area where she's really having, a, you know, a challenge. So there was, it was, it's so um, easy to give out to people and sort of say, oh, go listen to this one. This, this episode will really help you get over that next, that next challenge or is really relevant to you at this time. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so it's just been, it's been such, it's been fun for us and we've been getting such a great response back. So well, it's, it's a win-win all around. It's great that you have such a variety of different people as well. So there's always something that a woman can relate to. They'll be like, oh, I'm going through that right now. And you've only just started it, really. It's what, 41 episodes, was it? (laughs) 41 was mine. So 41 episodes, you know, you've got such a long way to go still. It's, I can just imagine what it can just grow into. So well, I, think that's, all. I think that's, yeah, I think that's where we did with, because it was the secrets of confident women. It's, it's our secrets. It's your secrets. It's everyone we've interviewed. Said, but we can, we can, we've tried to really find different topics and, and, and women in different areas or who've, who have written different books and specialized in a certain area or, you know, so it is quite broad and hits a lot of different topics Um, and a lot of it gets a lot of different life um you know like life examples from people who have gone through different things whether it's ellie cole paralympian whether it's um you know shelly horton about presenting whether it's a lady our you know one of our our top podcasts is a lady called wendy who went through divorce and really rebuilt her life you know that it, it's got something for everybody. So, yeah, so we've, been, we've been thrilled. Oh, it's great I think another great thing. I've, do, yeah. I've interviewed her too and she's, like, amazing when it comes to confidence. Yeah. Good fun. And I think that the flip side of all the diversity in our guests is also that um, there's so many repeated themes that come up that we love as well because everyone's got a different story, but the core elements of, you know, how you've lost your confidence, how you rebuild it, the techniques that work, you know, the things that we teach, but also the things that other women have practiced, there's really, really core themes that we find. And it's so great to be able to reiterate that over and over again. Yeah, just go, oh, we understand that you feel this way because, you know, all women feel this way. It's completely normal. And here are techniques everyone can implement. It's normalised. Yeah, Yeah. it's normalised that, you know, confidence is just one of those things that you continually need to work on and you and you just need to manage the ups and downs that 
everybody is managing, whether you think they're confident or not. You know, one of the things I'm always talking about, Anastasia and I is saying, you know, we are confident women and there are days when we are not confident women. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's just not, it's not a given. It's just something that is a, the constant management. And that that allows for people to think, well, there's not something wrong with me if I'm having low confidence day or period of my life. I've just got to, I've just got to get back on to the track and, and working on the techniques that work for me to get my confidence back to where it is so that I can, you know, do the things I want to do in my life. Yeah. And more. <laughs> and more. And more. I love it. Now, I know this is probably a hard question because when people ask me and I'm like, oh, I don't have one. I got like a top five. Do you have an all-time favorite episode or a top five? I, I kind of have, I know this is going to sound really, um, yeah, kind of a no-brainer, but they're all my favorites because they're all so different. So I loved, you know, I've, I've interviewed my sister, which was incredible. And Ooh. she was my favorite because she spoke about things that I can't relate to. Like she spoke about being a young woman in a very male-dominated industry. Yeah. Um, and I love that because I knew that that would impact so many women that I just can't speak to. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I interviewed Ellie Cole, which was incredible because, again, that's a completely different thing that I have never dealt with being a, an Olympian, you know, being a Paralympian and winning gold medals. So she could speak to things that Jody and I just can't speak yeah. about. Um Shelly Horton, it wasn't one of my interviews, but I loved it. Jody did that one. Yep. Uh, and to be honest, I really love the ones that we do together. There are a lot of interviews. Mm. Where, where they're not interviews. They're just episodes where Jody and I talk together and yeah. we pick a theme and we talk it through. And so, those are some of my favourites as well because it's just a really great chat. You know, it's often just the way we'd speak in the office and it, it's great to be able to share that with people and for them to hear what our kind of inner thinkings are. Yeah, well, I listened to a little bit of the interview where Jody interviewed you, Anastasia, and that was really entertaining. <laughs> was I was like, oh, was I fun. see how the two girls like work off each other. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're always great interviews when we when we discuss things together. Well, it's a great As way I for said, the audience yeah. to get to know you too and find yeah, out exactly. how you've become who you are and where you get your confidence. Yeah. yeah. As I mentioned, Wendy Pettifer is a friend. She was a. Fr I was introduced to her to her like a friend through a friend type thing. And hers is still our most downloaded episode. It's called Rebuilding Confidence After a Marriage Breakdown. And it's still, that's, that is, it's been, and she was quite early on in the, in um, our recordings when we started the podcast, but still to this day is the most downloaded. So that really, really resonated with, with people. And then one of our ones, how to stop negative thoughts from ruining your life is just like, that's the second one, which is just like, I think everyone reads that title and goes, yes. That's, right. <laughs> that's what everybody because, is Googling. Like, you know, after yeah. marriage breakdown, they, they, they're probably Googling that, how to get over it and get that's back right. to me. That's and then right. they're probably searching negative thoughts too. Yeah. That's right. So, and then the, th the third most downloaded is Karen, which is a client of mine who, again, that was another one. She really transformed her life after a very difficult uh, marriage breakup and very toxic. And, and she has created this amazing business. I mean, she, and I was in tears at the end of that one. It was just so amazing. But yeah, it's interesting which ones have really appealed to the broader audience and but look, we yeah, we love all our guests. So <laughs> <laughs> of 
course. You hold you hold a little space, you know, in your heart for every single yeah, one of them. I completely understand. <laughs> as, as Anastasia said, they've all got something different. They've all got, you know, there's just a, it's hearing people's stories and struggles and challenges and triumphs and you know, so that's it's everyone's individual in that, and it's it's really wonderful to bring those stories to to the forefront. You know, I actually I was interviewing a lady the other day about a book that she'd written, and um, it it's she's it's got thirty it's thirty five stories of inspirational women, and the book's called Tell Her She Can't about. Great you know, women who have, they've been told they couldn't do something and they did it anyway in, in all walks of life. Anyway, so I was interviewing her. We had a great chat. It was so amazing, blah, blah, blah. Right at the end, we ask um, the same the same questions to everyone, as you'll know. And um, I said to her, who inspires you and why? And she she went into this story completely like it was I didn't even, we didn't even know it was going to happen. It wasn't part of the questions. And she talked about how she actually dedicated the book to herself. And I had read the dedication because I just love, I always read the dedication and acknowledgements of books, right? And, it, but it wasn't her name. It was a different name, but it was, but she said she, she, as a, as a young girl, she couldn't pronounce her name. So it was like this, this changed, you know, version of her name. And then we were both in tears, like this whole story, because she went through a really challenging sort of childhood, very negative. And she, and the dedication was, you know, we made it, talking to her, her younger self. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, make me you just can't. <laughs> That's right. You just can't. You know, these, and that was so, it was, I got off that episode so inspired and touched and just amazed at this woman's story. You just can't predict any of that. You know, they're all, everyone's got something that's really, just really appealing in the story. And that's that's why we love doing the podcast and interviewing different people to hear, hear different stories. Well, it's great yeah. that we can all relate because we all are interviewers, that yeah. every single interview, you get something different out of it. That's yeah. why I've never, when people go, what's your favourite? I'm like, that is such a hard question. You can't just I pick know. one. <laughs> Doing it for 11 years, that's a lot of interviews to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> right. And interviewing every single week, you always have a new one. So you're like, oh, yes. wait, that might be my new favourite. Yeah. <laughs> every single interview. <laughs> Oh, well, keep it up, ladies. Uh, if anybody hasn't checked it out yet, please do so. You will not regret it. I even think, you know, even men can probably take different things <laughs> out of that. They might <laughs> get some insights into women. Yeah. <laughs> they could learn some things. Nah, but yeah. you know, men also have issues with their own confidence as well. But obviously it is pre- predominantly for women. <laughs> Did you know we filmed this interview? Well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. It's Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice 
to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bullying or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback or ebook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. There is even an audiobook version coming very soon. As you've explained, you know, every woman's journey with confidence is different. You know, it's very rare that we all, you know, feel confident, especially at a young age, you know, like Jodie and I spoke about it in our interview, how shy I was when I was younger. And to kind of, when you're in that school environment and you're trying to be cool and fit in, but you're also trying to figure out who you are as well and who you want to be when you leave school. It is kind of hard to find that confidence and, you know, just be really happy with who you are. I really want to know what your individual journeys with confidence has been like. Were you bullied at school at all or any any uh, peers kind of bring that confidence down and affect it? Mine was, um, it was an interesting journey because I didn't start unconfident. I was a really, really confident child um, and teenager. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and it is, you know, in this day and age, a lot of children st- uh, struggle with their confidence and teenagers just because of, I think, the impact of social media and expectations and pressures. Mm. But I had a really, really confident childhood. My teenage years were fine. Uni was fine. I think I lost myself later on. I went through that that journey that so many women go through where, you know, you have a career and everything's going great. Then you stop to have children and you're out of the loop for a long time. Um, And it was wonderful. You know, I I love being a mum and it was fantastic, but there were elements of myself that I lost in that journey. Um, And then my marriage fell apart and and there was a process where I could feel myself being broken down slowly. Um, So it happened much later in life. And I found that it was... It wasn't easy to come back, but because I had had um, confidence techniques throughout my life that at the time I didn't know they were confidence techniques and still, until I started working with Jodie, um, <laughs> I, I did have ways to bring it back up. So once I realised, you know, once I'd sorted out the marriage issues by stopping the marriage, um, and, you know, my kids are a little bit older so they weren't as needy and demanding anymore. And, and once you have time to actually focus on yourself, um, which took, I think that was the biggest uh, hit to my confidence that I forgot to work on it, that I just pushed it to the side because I just thought I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And then eventually later, it just wasn't good enough anymore. Yeah. Um, and I do have some techniques. Like I love being surrounded by the right people and music is a big thing for me. And there are so many different elements, which, like I said, they were confidence techniques that I was using and I didn't even know it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. They yeah, mine was kind of a... Yeah, a high and then it dropped and then it came back up again. And like we said earlier, you know, it comes and goes. There are days where I feel like I could take over the world and then other days where I just go, "Mm, yeah, not today. I'm just going to sit on the couch. I'm going to make four coffees. I'm going to read a book and I'm not talking to anyone. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. We all have those days. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. so it comes and goes. But generally as well, because obviously I'm not a mum, so I can't speak for that. But for you ladies, do you think, you know, like your story, Anastasia, where becoming a mum and being out of the loop for a while, do you think losing your confidence is kind of because you become, you know, I guess that mum Anastasia instead of the Anastasia you were before that? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you put so much emphasis and focus on other people Mm. that you forget to worry about, you know, I mean, mental health and well-being and self-care is such a big deal now. But a lot of mums push that to the side because their focus is to look after little people. 
Yeah. And they're not little people that you they're can needy. interact with. They're very needy little people. They yeah. actually need you. <laughs> they always want to eat. They always want to eat. And, um, you know, you can't have adult interactions with them when they're that little. So you can't talk things through. They yell at you and then you need to respond. Yeah. Um, so I found that, yeah, that was definitely a catalyst for me. Um, but on the flip side, I think they've helped me rebuild it as well because oh. there are things that I've realised I want to teach my children when it comes to confidence, especially my daughter who's a teenager now. Um, and I don't want her to have to go through drops like I did. Mm. So it, it makes me really self-aware about confidence now because it is something that I want to teach my children, intentionally teach them. Mm. So I guess so that's been part of the journey. So I guess as a tip, would you ladies definitely recommend for women that are mothers or about to have a baby that definitely put time aside for that self-care, especially if you've done it beforehand, you really have to do it even more when you do have a baby, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. And it's just finding, look, it's self-care. And I think that that word's used in a way that we sort of go, oh, I have to have a bath and have a facial and whatever. Sometimes you just need, self-care is also about identity and just maintaining some of your, who you are and, and your identity. So whether it's things that you still doing things that you love and identify with, you know, and for some women that is getting back into work and doing, you know, there's a real identity there and other women don't want to do that, but it's really finding what is important for you Mm. and really trying to maintain some of that identity because I think that's the that's what really shakes the confidence where I know that's you know that's probably what it was for me when I had children is I just felt like I was just a chicken schnitzel bloody cooking machine and that's all like because nobody wanted anything from me except food (laughs) and you know and I hate cooking Lauren like I'm just the worst cook I have no interest in cooking so to just be tired in this kitchen all the time cooking five making snacks I was like oh my god what has my life become <laughs> like seriously that's not you but it's not like you can just take a day off from that because you know mm-hmm. people need they need to eat constant <laughs> they food need to be <laughs> they need to be so, pretty important yeah so you just it's fine it's that sort of change where you just the, the things that you have to do each day become vital, yes. you know, for little people's survival. And so you can't just go, oh, look, I'm not feeling it today. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the week off. You know, I'm just going to, you know, that doesn't happen anymore. So, you know, it's, but I think that's that identity thing is keeping, keeping parts of what makes you, you going. So you still identify as that, as that person. Yeah. yeah, we need like the universal remote control from the movie Click. We just pause your life and go, cool. Yeah, yes. I'll get back to that yeah. cooking later. I need a, I need a break. Yeah. That would be back, to your, back to your original question. Of, I didn't have, look, I wasn't a confident teenager as such. I, I think, I, well, probably a younger, younger girl. And then um, my story is that my, my mother was diagnosed with a brain tumour when I was about 12 or 13. And she really, she really decided it was the eighties. So she really decided a lot of the new, new age stuff was coming out. The deep choppers were there, the Louise Hayes, all this new 
view of positive thinking and changing your life and being in control, all that sort of had just really started on the market. And she decided that she was going to cure herself and that she, well, she identified that she had, if she had created the tumour, then she she had control over the tumour. So she really went on a very significant personal development journey and, and really a transformation of her life. And so I was, I just was introduced from a very early age, books about all that sort of stuff. Like Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. I was given that at about 12 or 13. I mean, that's just unheard of. And that was such a, a revelation for me that you can control your thoughts. And I'm like, hang on a second. So <laughs> You know, so I think for me, my I was really fortunate to get onto a personal development journey um, so early and, you know, just move through a lot of these concepts and learn so much of this at such a young age. So, you know, at 16, 18, 22, 23, um, you know, I had like a... I guess, a, a toolkit of, of tools of especially, you know, and they've, they've progressed and I still use them. I still use some of them today. But, you know, to get those concepts really early on in my young, in my young teenage years where I could start really changing my mindset and changing my thinking and being in charge and being responsible for what was happening in my life, you know, that that was something that really helped my confidence and changed the course of my life because of, because I guess of mum's adversity and, you know, just what, what came into my life, the books and the videos and the mood, everything that came into my life at that point sent me on a completely different, different path. And um, yeah. And helped me to build confidence from that point. Kind of like it was meant to be. I don't mean like meant to be that your sure. mom got your brain brought got a brain. No, no, I mean, yeah, meant to be that you were supposed to be immersed in all of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And that's you know when I found life coaching when that came along, and you know I'd I'd, I'd had a long career in hotels and running in hospitality management, and then life coaching emerged. And when I went to the first, I think I went to a first seminar thing about finding out about the course and finding out about the industry. I, I was like, oh, 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 of course, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It was, it was so clear. It was just like, oh, okay, this is what I've been doing up to this point. And yeah. so it was a really, you know, and that, that was all because I started, I started this thinking and learning different techniques and reading this information and doing more personal development from a very young age, I guess younger than a lot of people, you know, at, at that time. Mm. So it was just a, it was a no-brainer that this is what I was going to do. It was just like the light bulb went on to go, oh, okay, here we are. Okay, let's go. Right when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I, I hope everyone experiences that light bulb moment at least once in oh, their life. Absolutely. I think I've had it a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's like a knowing or something. It's just like a knowing that you go, oh, right, all this is, all this is to get me to this yeah, point, it comes you know, to line, doesn't it? That's right. Oh, this is what passion feels like. Yes, that's what yes. I'm supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> 
Did you know Rave It Up Now has a private Facebook group where we give away regular prizes and you get to have a sneak peek at what we're up to? You'll get to see some fun behind-the-scenes action and can be part of the interview process yourself, just like a real journalist. So come join us and share your passion for entertainment with all of our other fans. Just search Rave It Up Community on Facebook and we look forward to getting to know you. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers, Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. Well, I'd love to talk about the business side of things. So Rise Women, for those who don't know, is a business dedicated to helping women build their confidence pretty self-explanatory with what we've been talking about. How did you two originally meet? When I was doing a research on you, something like a children's dance class, is that right? <laughs> like, how do you go from yeah, that? This meant to happen. <laughs> yeah, I guess that I totally understand when, you know, parents become friends and all that, but how do you go from friends to business partners? That's a really big jump. <laughs> it was um, it was an interesting start. I remember going, our daughters were really young. So just by coincidence, we have daughters the same age and sons the same age. Oh, um, and our daughters were in a dance class and, you know, we take our sons, we dump them in the park and they play around while we're waiting for the girls. And um, it came to a point where Jodie was working for another organisation and every week she'd come to dance class and go, I'm so flat out, I need an assistant. And I'd come to dance class and I'd stopped. I was, you know, in the legal industry beforehand and I'd stopped work and I needed to get back into the workforce, but I didn't want to go back to law. So I'm coming to dance every week, just going, oh, my God, I really need a job. And Jodie would be going, I really need an assistant. And we just couldn't hear each other. There was some sort of a disconnect. And then one of the other moms I remember, yeah, one of the other moms just went, can you two not hear each other? And went, are you okay? So I started working with Jodie in this organisation and then um, we just clicked really well because we complement each other, I think, and we both have strengths um, and then areas where, I don't know, you could call them areas of development, I guess. Um, where we help each other out. And then as um, Jody kind of created this idea of Rise Women more and more in her head, she finally got to the point where she said, I- I'm ready to start this business as my full-time job. So resigned the organisation. I took her role in that organisation. Jody started Rise Women. Um, and then after a few weeks just went, do you want to go partners? I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> duh. Like it was just a complete no-brainer because we just worked so well together. So has there um, been any times that you ladies butt heads, you know, there must be some things that you don't agree on or have to discuss. I don't no, drink she, look, she hates, she hates that I can't spell. So I often get a text message at eight o'clock at night when our social media post has gone up and she's like <laughs> with circles, like a picture of it with circles around, like, can you That's edit? That's something we have please? in common, Anastasia, <laughs> I'm one of those punctuation and spelling yeah, yeah, policemen as well. 
<laughs> but I think that's it. I think we have a really great understanding of the fact that we both bring strengths to the business. We're both very much aware of where our limitations are. Yes. Um, you know, I know that there's just some stuff like there's a lot of website back end because Jody's built our website. Every time we've had a new iteration of our website, Jody's built it from scratch. Wow. Uh, and on, it just doesn't make sense in my head, right? And our accounts, Jody will do our accounts. But if there's anything legal, she'll slide it across the table to me and go, legal department, this is for you. Um, you know, if something needs to be recorded, I'll go, this is yours. And then if we need a transcript of it, she'll go, right, back at you. So we understand that we've got strengths and, and limitations. And I think we work well together because there's a good connect on yeah. that. You give them out early enough. It's probably good that you work together beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, it's just that it works as Anastasia said. We just know what we're in charge of and it, we just, and, and then we come together. And I, look, you know, we've gone through significant challenges <laughs> as any business owner has. Um, I think it's also good that we have children the same age. We're both, we're both juggling a lot of things. So we get it when, when sometimes things happen and we go, I just can't be there today. Yeah. We go, got that. Like, you know, it's clear, you know, and it's not from slacking off. It's like my child is vomiting. I've got this happening. <laughs> I can't be at this thing today. So I think there's an understanding from the lives that we both live, trying to be flexible and trying to juggle the trillion things that we do. But I, I guess I will say one thing about Anastasia is, this probably this business from the challenges that we've gone Sorry, through. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm worried. No, no, you know, from the challenges that we've gone through, this business would not have continued if it wasn't for Anastasia. So, as much as sometimes I'm the ideas woman behind different things, I'm the high level. I get excited about <laughs> lots of different Maybe things. Goes from one sentence. <laughs> To, oh my God, this is going to take over the world in 30 yeah. seconds. Yeah, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always taking over the world. And, but the, you know, like, for, but Anastasia is the one that keeps it, keeps it on, keeps us on track to a point, but also is the most positive. So I have the highs and lows of, of confidence in the business. And she's always the one that is the more steady person that goes, okay this is hard and we'll get through this. And like, for example, we, when we self we self-published our, my book, our book, my book, and it's got my name on it, but Anastasia did all the editing. So it's really <laughs> our book. Yes. Cause that, that took, that took months yes. and, you know, and then we, it was, but it, 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 I'd, I had started that book 10 years earlier. So it would, it had always been part of my dream and, Anastasia eventually went, you know, when we first started working the business and I said, I've got a manuscript for a book on the shelf. And she's like, uh, I think we're getting that down off the shelf. And, you know, so it was always my dream. So, you know, having that first copy in my hand and then we did a book launch, a public, you know, and we had all these people there and it was amazing. And it was just like, it was such a dream come true. And the amount of work and money we put in, you know, like it was just, but it, it came to this amazing, this amazing book and this amazing event. And it was, we were just, I was flying high. 
And then our publisher went into liquidation and took everything. Oh, no. Four, four months after our launch. Yeah. And I was, I was done. I was like, too hard. <laughs> this is too, no. <laughs> I had to just, so I literally went into a month sabbatical and went, nah, I'm done. This is like pushing a bus up a hill and I'm not, I'm not playing. And then it was sort of really Anastasia that was like, so I would have, I would have definitely, I probably would have never got to that point without Anastasia, but I would definitely have given up after that. I would have gone seriously. This is just too damn hard to be going through this sort of, these sort of challenges. And it was devastating. I mean, it was really devastating because we didn't have a book at that point. Like our, our files were gone. Everything was gone. Like we didn't, we couldn't access anything. We would have had to literally start again from, from scratch. And so, you know, uh, but after that, it was really Anastasia that's, it's her positivity and her outlook on life and just that calm, we don't, we're not giving up here that helped me really get back on track. And, you know, we ended up, I ended up setting up a, I ended up setting up a Facebook group for authors that had that were all, that were also part of this book publishing company, and as a collective, we we got you know we we found printers who had our files, so we got the lawyers to let them you know release those files to it. We did all this. There was all this behind the scenes stuff, which took months, but it was really and that's that you know we talk and honestly every single person we've ever interviewed has talked about the importance of the people around you on your confidence on your mindset and that's one of those things that it's it's Anastasia and I it's the it's us against the world on this but it's it's the it's the people we have around each other which is the two of us that help us move forward and get the ideas and be confident in what we do and deal with the struggles and, you know, all those things, if we didn't work, you know, if, if she was a negative Nancy, yeah. it's just, it just wouldn't be working. No. Right? <laughs> Not a so one it, one no, we can't have those people around us because we, but because we're both so on that wavelength of inspiration and positivity and you know growth and we can work anything out and oh my god this is a big challenge but here we go let's right. we have because a little bit of a talk we yeah. freak out for a little bit yeah. it kind of catastrophize a little bit and then we go yeah. right okay that's yeah. the side what do we do next yeah so it's 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 just both being on that wavelength that I think makes the business work so well if that's yeah. a roundabout story but because you need like people, <laughs> yeah, you need, but you need people that are, even though we're, we work so well because we have different roles in the business, we have the same attitude and the same mindset and the same push forward and the same positivity and the same resilience. We have that together. And I think if someone is in a business that is always going to be looking at the negative or what it's that's not going to work that's not going to work for you know so yeah we're we're opposite in some areas but we're 
the same in all the areas that matter. Yeah. That's, that's a good way of putting it. We need to write that down. Something. Write that down. I'll transcribe it for you. Thank you very much. No, it's good to have some opposites because then, you know, what yeah. one is good at, the other might not be as good at, and you kind of complement each other. So That's right. There you go. Yeah. I think that's great advice for anybody wanting to find a business partner. Make sure they've got those sort of qualities. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because it's hard. I mean, business is hard. It's not... It's like I often I said to a lady the other day, she was starting up a real estate business and she's I said, this is the biggest personal development program you will ever go on because every day is different. You're, you have to manage your mindset. You have to, you have to have techniques in place to to deal with the challenges that are coming. Like it's just it's going to they're they're a given. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's it's important to it's important to have people around you and structures in place to, to be able to, to do, to take on business the way it is, you know? Oh, I love that advice. Thanks so much, ladies. Hopefully everyone takes some of that stuff on board. I would love to also talk about each of your past now, if that's okay. So it's okay. Nothing to get worried about. <laughs> With, um, you know about us. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've, I've done my research, you know, there's uh, so much I know. <laughs> ominous. <laughs> no, I, don't, I haven't got that creepy. Um, <laughs> with you, Jody. one of your qualifications is an advanced habit change practitioner. Is that correct? I didn't even know that That's was right. a thing. What, what is involved in that? Well, it's actually a new thing. So oh, um, I've just done all thing. the courses this year. And we, well, we interviewed um, Gina Cleo, Dr. Gina Cleo, on our podcast. And I'll tell you, it was another one of those moments where I spoke to her and then I looked at the course she was, and I went, oh, of course I have to do this course. <laughs> like that's, oh, I see. I understand. Because I just love neuroscience. I love all the habit stuff. So, um, and I've been doing a lot of that in, in the coaching already. So the hat I did her, um, so she runs the Habit Institute of Australia and I just did all the course. So it's all the basically, it's all the neuroscience and the way habits work and the way our brain works. And, and I'm just one of those nerdy, dodgy neuroscience readers. That's so interesting though. <laughs> I'm reading yeah it is I it lights me up I just love it love it love it so um so yeah so I've done all the real science behind breaking habits putting new habits in how we create new habits in our life from a from a neuroscience point of view so that's all now part of my part of my coaching program my one-on-one coaching program and but what is interesting to to note is that you know when we think of habits we think of oh I gotta drink more water and do I have a habit of you know eating the right foods and exercising but negative thinking is a habit you know not putting your hand up in meetings because you're you, you you're worried about what people is a habit you create these these habits that really affect your confidence and your mindset and all these sorts of things so I've really bought the habit stuff into my practice from that point of view to look at it from, okay, so what are we doing that, you know, what are you, what are we doing that isn't working for you that is affecting your confidence? Let's pinpoint the, the habits around that. 
let's work on replacing those habits, breaking those habits and replacing them with other with and creating new habits in our life, whether it be around thinking or things we do or, um, you know, that will positively affect my confidence. Yeah. So, so it's just, it's been, it's all sort of a new thing. I did the course, loved it, loved it, loved it. And now I've really brought that into my coaching from a more, from a more strategic point of not strategic, from a more scientific point of view, because I've taken all her, all the, the neuroscience stuff and the proof and the studies, which show the really the, the strategies to use to, you know, put these better habits into our life. So I think it's important it's for fun. us to know kind of how the brain works and the neuroscience point of view so that we can control those thoughts a little bit better. Oh, maybe not so, to the point, you know, degree that you have, but, you know, yeah. little bits. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's practice. It's really, it's really changing things and having the practice of it so that it becomes a more regular thing in your life. You know, n- negative thinking is a, is a, um, neural pathway that you've just you know kept running <laughs> so we've got to we've got to we've got to interrupt that neural pathway and and create a new neural pathway that and then work on strengthening that which is the repetition which is doing it consistency and then but to do that you have to have it you know attached to another habit in your life that already you know there's all this stuff to to sort of fast track habits in our life which has just been anyway I could talk all day it's (laughs) it's not bore your listeners any further but it's it's you know you can see my face like I'm it lights me up I'm through it's exciting (laughs) well I I love how intentional that is too I love how that gives people an element of control like just hearing what Jodie's told me about the course that she did I think so many people feel like the habits are out of control that they're just by default and they can't change them. And the fact that now through the coaching, she can help people be more intentional about that and really purposefully change their habits. I think it's incredible. Yeah, It it adds an edge to the coaching that, yeah, it's fantastic. And it gets results. Definitely Mm. does. I'm so glad Mm. you've included it in your coaching as well. Very good. I also, this might sound a bit stalkerish, but I did also have a look at your past jobs as well, Jody. And they include a lot of like hotel management sort of things, like reservations yeah. manager at Sheraton on the Park, group revenue yeah. manager and yeah. revenue manager for, you know, Peppers retreats and everything. There's a lot there. How yeah. on earth did you come up with the idea of Rise Women then? Because that's very on a different path, like hotels and stuff and then entrepreneurial like starting a business yes yes look I loved hotels oh my god it's still a passion of mine working in big and I you know I traveled the world working in big big hotels and I just I love it they light me up it's an adrenaline rush running big rooms of you know I've run I've been in charge of functions up to 5,000 people and it's just they're amazing it's just you're on right it's fabulous but when, like, I guess going back to the story, I, I was, um, when I found coaching in 2001 and started doing, I just knew that that was, you know, I'd always been in hotels running teams. Again, I'd always been on the personal development track. I I just knew that this was something that really clicked for me and that I was sort of already doing to a point with my friends and whatever, but 
it, you know, I could just see the way forward. So I started doing that and, and look, really the idea for Rise Women came about was because I start, I just love, I'm one of those strange people who love speaking in a microphone. So <laughs> no wonder you do that. I started, <laughs> so I, you know, well, starting the business, I started doing, you know, this is 2002, you know, I started, you know, putting my hand up for any, you know, presentations, women's networking groups, all that sort of stuff to talk about all different stuff that I, you know, was talking about at that time. And at the end of every, you know, at the end of every presentation or at the end of presentation, I would have people coming up to me and saying, oh, you're so lucky to be confident. It's such a, oh, I wish I could do, I wish I had confidence to do what you do. And I sort of thought that was sort of like the penny drop for me to go. But you can. Well, I, I, I work on my confidence every day. This is not luck. I don't have, there's not something that's, you know, different to me than these people so I really I sort of found this area that there was a real misconception around what confidence was and that I was somehow they just thought I was somehow blessed with some gene pool that they didn't get and that they were never going to get in this lifetime so I started writing presentations about confidence and that's sort of how it all came about I just and then it was really that people were just so surprised that you could affect your own confidence and do these things and that there were techniques. So that's, I guess, how the business was sort of born. That's when I started writing, you know, I started writing my book. Then I sort of took some time off to have children and all that sort of stuff. And then it was after after that that we saw when I met Anastasia that I sort of went, look, I've, I had this business idea and I was starting it and then, I, you know, sort of taken a break and that's when it was like do you fancy joining (laughs) (laughs) by the way I've got a manuscript on the shelf um so you know I guess you know I started the business sort of back I mean I've been I've been coaching since 2002 so it's been you know 20 years um obviously I had some time off in the in the middle for having the having kids and what have you but um yeah so that's sort of how it it transcribed into rise women and what it is today it was just finding that that need that people were really confused about what confidence was and it just when I started coaching people everyone had a confidence goal like because whatever you know when you're when you're doing life coaching with people they're usually after something they're usually trying to create something in their life whether it be a relationship or a new career or a job or a health thing There's some sort of change they want to make in their life and confidence and like a new boost of confidence or confidence is always the common denominator that they need to have to take on that new challenge or to find a partner or to take on a new career or whatever. So confidence, I was doing, working on confidence goals with, with individuals from the very beginning and I could see that this confidence thing was just the common denominator that everyone was sort of not, they wanted, they didn't quite know how to get it. Yes. <laughs> you know? So I started like teaching them the confidence te- techniques that I use. And that's, I guess, how it all sort of Thank turned God into you, what we right? oh, Hallelujah. <laughs> I imagine if that hadn't have happened. I know. What are you doing? 
so many women that wouldn't have been helped. What? <laughs> Thank you, Jody. You're welcome. You're amazing. You're both amazing role models. I'm so glad to have you on the show today. <laughs> do you love the world of entertainment? And do you love writing? Well, you could be perfect to join Rave It Up. We are currently looking for talented new writers to write for our website, raveituptv.com. You must speak fluent English and be passionate about everything entertainment, from celebrities to movies and music. If you're interested, please email us at info at raveituptv.com. Looking for news that is fair and unbiased? Visit our friends over at Our Shout Media. For all the latest news from Australia and around the world, as well as their own weekly podcast, Our Shout Media delivers news that you can trust. Check them out at ourshoutmedia.wordpress.com. Our Shout Media, news delivered the Australian way on us. With Anastasia's past as well, uh, I did read when I was doing my little research on you that you're also the co-founder of a charity as well called E-R-O-S. Is it pronounced Eros? Yes. (laughs) Tell us about what what you're doing with that and how can everyone help? So Eros... um... It was born with myself and a few mums from my kids' primary school. Um, And we're sitting around one day because we have a a Greek background, uh, which means we grew up with a lot of Greek events and there was always stuff going on. And, you know, there are always fundraisers and and big weddings and, you know, lots of events to get together with family and friends. Mm. And we realised that as our children were growing up, they weren't getting the same opportunities as we were. Uh, and we remembered it really fondly. Like it was a really fun time in my life to get together with all these friends and we'd dance and there'd be food and everything. So we thought about having an event just for our kids to kind of pull all our friends together. Um, we went, look, there's five of us. If we bring 20 people each, then we've got 100 people. We've got a party. We'll get the catering. Um, which then turned into, I think, 330 people. Uh, there were Damn. like 180 raffle prizes. We had you a are Greek, remember? Like- I know, right? But I didn't think it would go that far. And then um, we went, well, seeing as we're bringing people together, we don't want to make money off this, but we need to pay for things like catering. And we decided to do a raffle and there was entertainment. And, you know, we had a lot of sporting memorabilia that was donated for a silent auction and just really great stuff, you know, handbags and sunglasses. And um, once I think we even had a holiday and, you know, holiday houses. <laughs> Um, and we thought, let's make it a fundraiser. So we literally sat around, put, you know, we chose a fundraising or a charity or an organisation each, threw it in a hat. Um, I was lucky for the first event, our inaugural event, the Sydney Children's Hospital was pulled out of the hat. Um, and my daughter spent some time there when she was born um, in the intensive care unit. So we decided to fundraise for them. And, you know, again, we set our goals really low and went, look, if we can make $5,000 or $10,000, that'd be great. And we walked away with $38,000, which was incredible. Um, And then it just got some momentum and people heard about it. And the following year, we didn't even have to sell the tickets. People just came to us and went, are you holding another event? So seven years later, I think we'd raised almost $200,000. Every year we do a different charity. It's one big event every year. Um, we get some great corporate sponsorship. It's just so much fun. And it gives our kids, like our kids wait for it because it just gives them an opportunity to experience something that we had as children that they never did. Yeah. Um, COVID has thrown a bit of a spanner in the works because we haven't been able to have an event this year or last year and we're really missing it. Like my kids ask me every year. Hopefully by next year we'll be able to do it again. Yeah. Uh, the word eros, I know it sounds a bit weird. It's called eros charity from the heart because eros in Greek means love. 
Um, oh, and that's nice. all it was about. It, it's a form of love. It's about um, spending time with people that you love, um, being loving to others by being charitable and just doing stuff that you love. So it's just been a great journey. It's grown incredibly. Um, and I can't wait to see where it goes. I can't wait for COVID to be gone so we can get back into hosting these events. Don't we all? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Anastasia, Anastasia and I haven't seen each other for what it's a four months now. Oh, like, yeah, that's so sad. It's all like this. I know. Oh, it's only so much Zoom you can take, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. fatigue. It's a thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you told us how the name came about too, because I was about to ask that. The other I know, thing it's I was weird. wondering about was Rise Women as well, because I've noticed there's like a capital S in Rise. Is there a meaning for that, or? And it's great. <laughs> And it's red. <laughs> and it's, it's red, red. yes. Um, I noticed it's red. <laughs> I think I just, I think I just, that was always the the logo I had, even from the very beginning. And I just I wanted, I wanted red. a red, I'm a red fanatic. Everything I have, <laughs> it's just red. See, everything red, book red, everything's red. Yeah. Um, people send me red stuff. People, f uh, when the when the new, um, when, I, when Apple <laughs> launched their first red iPhone, I got that many messages that day going, Jody, Jody, they've launched the phone. You have to have this. Like people just know I do. Lauren, even her car is red. Oh my god. Got her new car. She's like, it needs to be the right shade of red. It needs to yeah. be rise red. Can't just have Why any old red. red, today, red. Jody? <laughs> I know, I know. Because I clash with my with my background then. With the background. Um, yeah. You gotta but, stand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's gotta be can't be fire engine red, it's gotta be crimson red. Anyway. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> So I wanted a red and black logo. I, I look, I just think that S is like the it's a bit more of the female body. It's just like that. And exactly. something about that, the that. S just looked like it stood up in the rise because it's really rising. The red, it's a red and black logo. And the red is the, the woman rising from whatever, whatever it, whatever it is. I love Goes that. around you, your own self-esteem, your own individuality. Could, you can take it however you, you want it. I, I've never actually thought of the S, like a female body, but, yeah, I can see that now. <laughs> Sexy female, yeah. Sexy, rising from the ashes, you know. <laughs> That's right. And, Jody, you are very outspoken on topics that you believe in, and I guess, Anastasia, you're the same with the charity and always helping women. So, you know, there's obviously rights of rights of women to live in, you know, safe, loving, healthy environments. Yeah. One of my final questions I wanted to ask you before we get into a game, that'll be fun. <laughs> what do you girls think, could, you know, could be done in the future to further women's rights and to keep especially the endangered women, you know, with a lot of domestic violence and everything, keep them safe as well? I think there's just got to be options. So, you know, relationships are, you know, relationships are they can go into different places different mental health issues come along different drug issues come along different life events come along and things can turn but when you are a mother at home with children and no have no financial independence yourself you don't have options you do not have options so regardless of you know what might be happening or what you stand for you you just you can't leave necessarily you can't you because you're trying to 
look after children and you there's nowhere to go so I think I think as a as a nation as a collective we have to have options for those women to be able to leave because they choose not to stay in that environment and get get their children out of that as early as possible because even living in those environments then causes scars and causes you know psychological scars on the children so it then it it becomes like a you know a magic roundabout then it repeats itself and whatever so I think that I just think that that having um, women have the options earlier before they're broken down because their confidence is generally really affected which is why it's an area that's so I guess dear to my heart that it's just it's the breaking down of women's confidence that has them stay much longer than they ever should have or has them believe that they'll never be able to get a job or stand up on their own or what have you. And, you know, we've done a lot of things over the years in some of the, the, um, the programs that we've run. We've donated a lot of programs. We did some fundraising for domestic violence um, charities we've done some donation things where we had a whole lot of brace beautiful bracelets made and then when our our guests at our event would buy one we'd donate one as well so we sent all these beautiful bracelets that had a protection charm on them to give to women who are in refuges um, over Christmas because you know often they get you know the kids get a lot of toys and things that people donate but no one's really focusing on something that the the women you know can can have for Christmas or what have you when they're in it when they're in that sort of situation so I think it just need we need to have those options and employ women that are in those situations and give them flexibility and you know it's that conversation I think that needs to be extended so that women in uh, whether it be domestic violence or, or other toxic relationships or in danger in any way, have options. Yeah. And that's, that's the, the most important. And then, and then obviously you have, you know, resources to get help and things like that. Hmm. And I think, there's, um, I think there's a mind shift in it as well because we refer to women's rights and, and you know, equality and all these different things as being women's issues and they're not. They're global human issues. And I think that comes down to a basic level of understanding and education. Yes. Um, we can educate and support and resource women as much as we like, but unless there's education across the board with women and with men, because, mm. you know, if a woman is in, an, in a, a situation and there is domestic violence and there's a male perpetrator, then it's not just her issue, it's his issue as well. And she may leave and then the next woman that comes into his life will deal with the same situation. So there needs to be a certain level of education, I think, and and just acknowledgement that it is a global issue and it is a human issue. It's not a women's issue. Women's right is not a women's issue. It's a world issue. Mm. And it belongs to all of us. And unless we all educate, you know, our daughters and our sons, it's not just about um, empowering our daughters and saying, if you're in a situation like that, you need to leave and you need to know that you've got support. It's empowering our sons as well to say, this is not the way to go. This is not how you become a decent human being, not a decent man, a decent human being. And I think we need to get rid of those gender roles in that and just accept that it is a global issue and we all need to work on it. Treat everybody the way you want to be treated. 
Exactly. You know? Especially if guys put themselves in our situation, I'm sure they wouldn't want to be treated like that. No. Mm. That was That's cool. right. Thank you very much, ladies. I've never asked that to anybody before, so I'm really glad that, you know, maybe I need to start asking that question a bit more. We started <laughs> off very high. I love it. <laughs> Well, would you like to lighten the mood a little bit and maybe play a game and verse each other? Hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. oh. <laughs> now, like a bit of competition? Now, yeah, now now watch the, the competitive spirit come out. <laughs> this is what Ready I'm excited about. Love you. Love you. I'm taking me down. <laughs> Bring it on. Well, it's also a great way for our audience to get to know you better it's, too. It better not be a spelling game though, Lauren. No, no, no. Not a spelling game. That would be a little unfair, wouldn't it? <laughs> Since that stage is like... I'm not playing. I don't play spelling games. You're not going to play. <laughs> well, we have a game here on Rave It Up called the Two Minute Hot Seat. So what is involved in this is I ask you various questions and you just have to pick your preference. So very easy. It's like dogs or cats, singing or dancing. And you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible. And then, obviously, we'll see who's answered more questions between you two, but we'll also see where you sit on the leaderboard. (laughs) We'll also see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show. So very exciting. a different level of pressure, Lauren. I know. It's always very entertaining for us, for me in the audience. (laughs) But it's also really fun for you as well. I've had someone play it to me and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is fun but intense. It's hard. Okay. (laughs) So um, I'm going to – whoever wants to go first, who would like to go first? (laughs) All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Your name – your name – go alphabetical. Your name starts with A. Uh, Alphabetical is Anastasia. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe, don't think you – well, Jody, you don't think you have a bit of an advantage here now because you're going to hear the questions beforehand because I'm going to give you a mixed version of the question. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> Love All right, that. let's do it. All right. <laughs> okay, let me get my stopwatch out. All right. Do you have any questions, Anastasia? Are you ready to go? Can I see the answers? No. <laughs> <laughs> that is cheating. <laughs> Since we're on Zoom today too, I'm going to give you ladies both two minutes 15 just because there's, you know, a little bit of delay, not like it would be face-to-face, just to make you fair amongst everyone else on the leaderboard too. So, all right, you ready? Yes. (laughs) Okay, three, two, one. Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. iPhone or Samsung? iPhone. Apple or Android? Apple. Rap or rock music? Oh, rap. Rock or pop? Pop. Pop or country? Uh, pop. Beach or mountains? Beach. Beach or pool? Beach. Skiing or snowboarding? Oh, neither. <laughs> Comedy, or <laughs> Comedy or action? Comedy or action? Action. Blondes or brunettes? Oh, that's hard. I was a blonde, now I'm a brunette. Blondes. Sweet or salty? Sweet. Sunglasses or hat? Sunglasses. SUV or convertible? Convertible. Mac or PC? Mac. PlayStation or Wii? PlayStation. Singing or dancing? Singing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Summer. Kim Kardashian or Scarlett Johansson? Definitely Scarlett Johansson. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Oh, Will Smith. Mall or online shopping? Mall. Cinema or home movie? Cinema. Ice cream or gelato? Oh, 
Oh, ice cream. Cake or cookies? Cake. Heels or flats? Oh, oh heels. Heel. Too <laughs> easy. <laughs> friends. Uh, oh, no, that's mean, but family. <laughs> Football or soccer? Soccer. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Always night. Dress or skirt? Dress. Straight or curly hair? Curly. I color like blue or brown? Brown. Vampire or werewolf? Vampire. Texting or calling? Oh, texting. Sydney or Melbourne? Sydney. Friday or Saturday? Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Starbucks or Glory Jeans? Glory Jeans. Snow or surf? Surf. Harry Potter or Twilight? Harry Potter. Family Guy or The Simpsons? Simpsons. Now we're out of time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. So, oh, some of it was hard. I know. Mm. I, I like to make sure you stump a little bit in there. <laughs> Well, there were some things, I think that when you said singing or dancing, I'm like, I love singing, but I'm really bad at it. <laughs> that doesn't matter. It's probably dancing, but it's all good. It. If it's a technique that brings you confidence up, that's all that matters. <laughs> oh, that was good fun. Well, Anastasia, you have answered 43 questions. So Jody, you have to beat 43 questions. Do you think you can do it? I'm, I'm counting. You're counting? I'm doing these ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jody, are you ready now? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Cinema or home movie? Home movie. Heels or flats? Heels. Italian or Chinese food? Italian, hate Chinese. Comedy or action? Comedy. Sunglasses or hat? Sunglasses. Mac or PC? PC. Dogs or cats? Dogs. SUV or convertible? <laughs> cats. What was that? A convertible. Oh, convertible. Uh, sweet or salty? Sweet. Beach or pool? Beach. Summer or winter? Summer, hate winter. Dress or skirt? Dress. Christmas or your birthday? Birthday. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Mall or online shopping? Online shopping. PlayStation or Wii? Hate them both. Ice cream or gelato? <laughs> Ice cream. Lipstick or lip gloss? Lipstick. Blondes or brunettes? Uh, brunettes. Skiing or snowboarding? Skiing. Eye color blue or brown? I'm blue. Facebook or Instagram? Insta. Straight or curly hair? Straight. Night or day? Day. Instagram or YouTube? Insta. Vampire or werewolf? <laughs> uh, I'd be a vampire. Texting or calling? Text. Friday hey, or call. Saturday? <laughs> Fridays. iPhone or... <laughs> iPhone, iPhone. hate Samsung. <laughs> what was that? TV or movies? Theater. Harry Potter or Twilight? I oh, hate Harry Potter. Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Apple or Android? Apple, hate Android. Family Guy or The Simpsons? <laughs> hate them both. Rap or rock music? Rock. Rock or pop? Pop. Pop or country? Country. Leather or denim? Denim. Bike or scooter? Bike. Backpack or suitcase? Backpack. Tattoos or piercings? Piercings. Biting your nails or picking your nose? <laughs> Biting nails. Guitar or drums? Drums. Pen or pencil? Pencils. Sneakers I love or pencils. Knickers? Who? <laughs> Sneakers or thongs? <laughs> <laughs> thongs. 
I maybe I should add that question in. <laughs> We're out of time. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. How many questions do you think you answered in that time? Oh, I've got no idea. I added, I know I added. Anastasia is the question. Probably not. I added too much. I added too much ad, ad lib. Well, so Anastasia answered, what was it? 43 questions. And Jody, you have answered 46 questions. <laughs> Just three. <laughs> Look at you, Jody. <laughs> Congratulations, ladies. Oh, and where do you start? I, I realize how how clear I am about things in life. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I hate that. I'm no, very, yes. Not. I'm very, it's very polar. There's no, I don't have middle ground in many things. I'm like. You're great. You're very decisive. Yeah. A lot of people. Very like I'm like, I'm like yeah. take it or leave it. I could no, do both. Sure. Very I clear. I like the way I like. Anastasia does. Like, uh, but I like both. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I don't want to, I'm a, uh, my star sign is Libra. I don't like to choose. No, it makes that? New balance. We don't want to make decisions. I feel like I'm a bit of both. Like I'm like that with some of them, and then others, just like Jody, I'm like, oh, I hate that. Definitely, I guess I'm choosing that one. <laughs> Very clear. So, Anastasia, you're sitting 54 on the Raven Up leaderboard, and Jody, not out of 55 people. Uh, no, out of 130 people. So. Oh, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And better than average star, better than average. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Jody, you're sitting 51 on the Rave It Up leaderboard with Miguel Maestre from the living room. Same spot. Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> there you go. That Excellent. was a lot of fun. Well, if we ever all meet in person one day, we might have to play it again and try to get higher up on the leaderboard. And mm -hmm. so we're going to have to figure out whether we're with Jody. Or... <laughs> Is it a hey. daytime thing or a nighttime thing? I don't know. I, I think a nighttime thing so we can get the champagne out. What do you think? Yeah, and the high heels. <laughs> well, we are unfortunately getting... That should be added. That should be one of your questions, champagne or wine. You need to add that in. Or... I'll add that in for you ladies. Champagne or beer. We'd be very, yeah. I'm all, I always like some, uh, you know, new questions. Or it could also be like white or red wine or uh -huh. wine or beer. Well, there's, there's heaps of questions in that department. <laughs> right, that's right. What would your answer be, ladies? Champagne, I'm guessing? Easy for champagne. Yeah. <laughs> champagne with the heels and some red. Done. <laughs> exactly. Down pat now. <laughs> well, we are unfortunately getting to the in end of the interview, but as a closing statement, and was probably the most important question, knowing Ooh. what you know now, what would you tell your 14-year-old selves? Oh, geez. Um... It's funny you should say that because we do have 14-year-old daughters. So sometimes when I speak to my daughter, I think That's about... so poignant. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd probably tell my 14-year-old self to stop caring what other people think. Mm. I think at that age I was so caught up in looking foolish or embarrassing myself or doing something silly or, and, and I wish I'd known then that it didn't matter and that I shouldn't care about that. Yeah. What about you, Jody? Um, I think I'd say don't worry so much about worrying about what you're going to be when you grow up because it's going to change and things are going to come into your life that you can't predict and you're going to grow in ways you can't predict. So just don't try to fit, like have it all worked out. I think I was still trying to have it all worked out at that, at that age, just trying to go, well, I need to know. I need to know the answers. But um, 
and probably just to continue, just do the personal development, learn, grow, just do more of that. Like, because there, I think that's the real key to being able to learn not to care what other people think and being able to do all the, and manage your mindset and learn about yourself. The more you do that from a young age, the better you're, like the better it's going to happen. It's just the better you're set up to manage the challenges that life inevitably brings our way. So that's good advice for us all, actually. Yeah. All self-development, everybody. Do it. Do it. And if our audience do want to contact you ladies, find out what you're up to, check out the podcast, where should they go? Uh, risewomen.com is our website. Obviously we're on the Instas and the Facebooks and the all that sort of stuff. And then, yeah, Secrets of Confident Women podcast you can listen to on our website or on all your favourite website platforms, uh, uh, podcast platforms. Podcasting right. platforms, yeah. yes. Yeah. And you've obviously got the book called Pumped that they can go check out too. The book. Yes, if you're in Australia, you can purchase that um, on our website or, um, you know, online. All those things. Got a couple of courses as well, a couple of, couple of online courses, um, LinkedIn as well. Don't yes. Oh, yeah. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. I know. Type <laughs> in Rise Women into Google and you're just, yeah. you're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, ladies. I really appreciate your time and just giving us just gold today, little nuggets of wisdom. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun. It was really good fun. And I hope your listeners got something out of it and could take away a little bit of learning and, you know, something. Something. That's what that's what I'm hoping for too. But Thank if you, you lady well, once lock this lockdown is over, you know, if we all hopefully we're all in Sydney, aren't we? Hopefully we can all yes. get a nice glass of champagne one day and, and meet in person. Uh, the, the restaurants are gonna be booked up. We need to be booking something now right away. <laughs> I will be saying yes to every invitation to leave. <laughs> and never taking it for granted again. <laughs> never even my daughter said to me the other day, you, you bought this on, you said you wanted more family time and now we've had that much family time. <laughs> it's your fault. All right. No, no more family time. We want reduction in the family time. Uh, and if you ladies ever want to come on the show again, just let me know. You're welcome anytime. Thank you awesome. so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Just search for Rave It Up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and share it with your friends and tell us what you love the most and even let us know what you want to hear on this podcast. You can even check out the videos of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. And for more, visit our website, raveituptv.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you are loved and you are beautiful. Bye.